0: With a closer look at the news and events affecting Prince George, welcome to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM.
1: And a Tuesday morning After 9 show, our Wershart and the host chair, Steve on the board as usual. And we're going to get right into it because my first guest is on the phone already. Ezra Sipes from the group called the Ooten Oots who are going to be up here for Cold Snap. Good morning, Ezra.
2: Morning Alan.
1: Uh, so okay, first question right off the bat. The oot noots where did that name come from?
2: Uh, <laughs> that came from playing. That came from just goofing around. That's like uh you know what scat singing is? Yeah, Yeah. That that was us doing scat singing and oh, we were singing oot. I don't, I don't want to sing it on the radio no, the first no. thing in the morning. But yeah. <laughs> we were just making noises, and we were singing Oot and Oot and oot. and that's where we got our name. <laughs> Simple well, as that.
1: I was wondering at first whether it was the Oot and Oots with the first Oot, the singular one being the lead singer, and the, the plural Oots being the band.
2: Well, with, I, I mean, everything's open to interpretation. You know, okay. when we when we go out of Canada, everybody assumes it's a Canadianism.
1: <laughs> my fir- my first thought when I heard it was, um, it almost sounded Scottish. Oh, that's funny. Because "oot" is how they pronounce. they you know how Scots are supposed to pronounce "out"?
2: Right. So you, you, know you know what say, it means? Very little. No, but uh, hopefully, hopefully, it gets across very much.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, and it's a fun title. It's a fun name for a band for a for a family band. And now now who is all in the band then besides you?
2: So the the band is me and my three brothers yeah. and my daughter Ruthie. Okay. All five of us.
1: Okay. And Ruthie is the lead singer, I believe.
2: Ruthie is the lead singer and uh, we started the group the day after her 8th eighth- birthday uh, The three of my brothers and I were on stage at, at a restaurant like a, called the Minstrel yeah. Cafe uh, singing for the audience and then um, for a dinner crowd and then we brought Ruthie up on stage with us for three songs at the end and she totally stole the show <laughs> so we, we feel like we felt like we had found our little Michael uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, you know she had this preternatural soul and depth in her voice at such a young age and now Ruth is 15 Mm -hmm. and um, we've been doing it the whole time so it's been it's been already seven years we've had three albums under our belt already
1: that was one thing I was going to mention was I've watched a few of the videos on YouTube from your website and yeah I was thinking the same thing her voice sounds like it was made for soul or jazz maybe even
2: yeah, you know what's funny? It's um, we are a musical family. Obviously, yeah. we've always played music around the house. We have a record player, and the first artists that Ruthie really like was drawn to in a way that um, like intrigued her deeply mm-hmm. was um, Patsy Cline oh, okay. and Elvis. And they're both real, like, stylists. You know, yes. they're both, you know, they don't sing things straight. They sing things with a lot of, like, panache and, like, uh, character, you know, both of them. And uh, I, don't, I wouldn't say Ruth sings like them, because the thing is, she sings like herself. I've never heard anybody interpret a song quite like, like Ruth does. <laughs> She's just got that same kind of individuality and soul that, that those kind of singers, you know, put on their, uh, in their music.
1: Now, you're a family band, and a lot of what you do is you play for children and family shows, right?
2: Yeah. You know, we there there is no genre for exactly what we do. <laughs> what we set out to do is something I think is, uh, I don't know, unique to a certain extent because it doesn't, you know, there's not like a, a format for it. We we call ourselves uh, children's music because that's the closest mm-hmm. genre that there is. But really, what we try and be is uh, all ages music. Mm-hmm. Our best audiences are is when there is everybody in the audience from the smallest children to uh, from a toddler at the front of the stage jumping up and down mm-hmm. to. Or even teenagers not all teen, you know some teenagers like only these really specific kinds of music You know, maybe they're only into hip hop or whatever and they yeah. probably wouldn't dig us but if it's a sort of uh, a groovier kind of teenager who likes alternative things and um, you know has got kind of an open mind you know there's lots there for them too and, and grown ups and grandparents because it really draws on a lot of classic forms of music, uh, classic rock, and things like that. So, a lot of grandparents really like us as well. So, it's really, it's really for everybody. Mm-hmm. And even, even the uh, the songs, the songwriting, you know, is. Um Imaginative and sometimes funny, but sometimes you know uh, deeper or meaningful or heartfelt. So mm-hmm. it's really, uh, it's really for it's really for everybody.
1: Now the songwriting. So that, so all the songs that you do are originals.
2: We throw in a few covers mm-hmm. now and then. Um, we're going to play twice in Prince George, uh, yes. and in our main concert at the theater, we'll probably you know do maybe one, maybe maybe two classic songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, mostly, mostly original songs.
1: And then the day that you, so you're playing on Sunday at the Playhouse, and on Saturday you're actually at the library for a mini concert, I guess you could call it.
3: Yeah,
2: the, that's that will be. We we may do a few more classics, and that may be huh? more for real kids. Yes, you know, just yeah. for you know, we may we may do some rappy songs and get mm. all the kids up to sing a verse of Down <laughs> by the Bay and stuff like that at the library. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: So when you say when you said classics originally and we were talking about Patsy Cline and Elvis Presley, I was thinking that's what you meant and now all of a sudden you're saying classics and you're saying Rafi.
2: Okay. <laughs> you know, I think uh we may we we do for, for cover songs, you know, we, we'll draw from Prince. We do a, a a Prince song Starfish and Coffee, which is a beautiful song. Right. We do uh we do a song by the Kinks. Mm-hmm. Uh if you know the song Picture Book by the Kinks.
1: I think I've heard it, yeah
2: yeah we do uh you know from time to time we'll we'll pull out a chuck berry song or um you know so we'll draw from here and there uh just as long as we feel like it's gonna like make an impact and connect with the audience, and we have fun playing it you know that then we'll do it, but for when we play for for small children at libraries and things like that absolutely we'll we'll pull out songs that kids can sing along to, you know, mm-hmm. but that's when we'll do Wheels on the Bus and Baby Beluga and stuff like right. that. And that's great too. It's a great time.
1: when you guys get up to do the show, then do you have a set playlist and you stick to it, or do you tend to maybe change things up as you go along, depending on the audience?
2: Well, We've got a plan. We'll okay. go into everything with a plan. <laughs> yeah, you know, but uh, whether we stick to it or not is an open question.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> I know. I talked to some artists who say we got a plan. We got our full set list, and then he said halfway through the first song. Sometimes I'm thinking, okay, let's change the next song.
2: Sometimes so, you got to do it. Sometimes yeah. you got to. If man, if the spirit moves you, you got to go with it. You yeah. got to say yes.
1: Now, when you guys are doing the songwriting, is it? collaborative like is it you your brothers and Ruthie involved
2: yeah they come in different ways they come in different ways sometimes you know one of us will have a song that we just complete and bring to the band and everybody loves it and we want to do it yeah and sometimes somebody will bring a fragment of a song or sometimes we'll be on the road driving to a gig and we'll start goofing around and we'll you know write a song together so there's always it always comes comes in different ways
1: and so it sounds as if sometimes it's the music that comes first and sometimes it's the lyrics
2: you know i think with this group um the the songs are really uh you know we really try and engage with the songwriting and get you know we want to make people smile we want to make people feel good we want to have a uh, good vibe so a lot of the times um the songs have real stories and um humor and so mm-hmm. the, the lyrics are are i would say are important in this group and and the songs usually start from uh from a place of storytelling
1: yeah so now you guys are, I believe, based basically out of Kelowna, correct? That's right. Now, is this your first time up to Prince George?
2: This is our first time performing Prince George. We did play at the Midsummer Festival years ago when we first started <laughs> in Smithers. Yeah. So, so we've you, driven through Prince George yeah. as a band before, but we've never played in Prince George. Wow.
1: And... And now, how often when you're playing festivals, do you get a situation like what they do here with Cold Snap, where they ask most of the performers to do the show, but also then to do either a little mini concert, like you guys are doing, or some of them will do something like a songwriting workshop or a guitar workshop. Does that happen a lot of festivals, or is that pretty unique to Cold Snap?
2: Well, we love, we always offer it. Yes. We really okay. love doing the, uh, the, the acoustic guitars with little children. Yeah. I mean, it's a real joy, you know. And, um, you know, so we always offer it. And sometimes a festival organizer will take us up on the offer and sometimes not. So we're really, really glad to do it. And ho- hopefully families can come to both because they're going to be very different performances.
1: Yeah, well, I'm figuring, I am probably going to come to the Saturday performance down at the library. Nice. So I will look for you guys. But, um... How do you pick, like, you've got three albums worth of music you were saying, and I'm guessing if you're like most artists, you've got a fourth one almost ready to go. How do you pick your songs for performances?
2: Well, I don't know how we pick our songs. Okay. I think, you know, it's like the songs are always evolving. They they change. We change. You know, our relationships mm-hmm. to the songs change. And there there's certain songs that audiences uh, always uh, request from us. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we try and honor those requests. But, uh, you know, we we we, we, we want to keep it fresh for ourselves and, and play what's feeling good in the moment. You know, sometimes a song just starts feeling tired or we're, we don't we're not connecting with it in a way that mm-hmm. it means something to us in that moment so that that it won't be in the set
1: so are there songs because you were saying Ruthie basically started singing with the band when she was eight mm-hmm. are there songs that she has sort of grown out of now that she's 15
2: well yes <laughs> yes, yes there, some of our songs are really silly mm-hmm. like really silly and you know teenagers
1: yes she's oh come on dad <laughs>
2: Exactly, exactly, but you know it's like i said it 's evolving, and Ruthie has been um, she 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 's been playing guitar more and more, probably not at this show in Prince George, but um, uh, you know I think she's going i think we're going to be a three three guitar band pretty soon on stage, and uh, maybe some of those old songs will come back because she 'll be able to Some of them are real, just great jams, you know. Mm -hmm. So that'll bring a whole new energy to it for her.
1: Now, the other thing I've got to ask quickly about the songwriting especially is, again, so Ruthie started when she was eight. I'm guessing she wasn't really taking that much of a role in the songwriting at that point. as an eight-year-old. Is she doing more with the songwriting now?
2: Actually, she was writing songs at seven. And when she joined us on stage that day, it was to do two originals, believe it or not two originals that both ended up on our um 2018 album electric jellyfish boogaloo so she is just a natural <laughs> writer you know she's like a real musician and uh yeah she continues to uh, write she's got a journal that she keeps and she writes lyrics and um you know she's she's developing um songs that are more i think maybe not Oot & songs right now. At this mm-hmm. phase of her life, when she was eight, she was writing Oot, and Oot songs. Now she's 15, she's going to start a punk band or something like that. Lovely. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And uh, I'm there for it. Hey, I'm, I'll, I, I want to I be her recording engineer and help okay. her get that music down on tape. But um, if she'll uh, let me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now, I've just got to ask, so your name is The Oot & and you just said one of your album titles was Electric Jellyfish Boogaloo? You got it. You guys have a lot of fun with naming things, don't you?
2: Oh man, it's got to be fun. You yeah. know, it's all about it's all about uh, good vibes, positivity, laughter. Yeah. That's what we want to do. We want to make people feel good. That we want to have people float out of our concerts.
1: <laughs> now, is Electric Jellyfish Boogaloo a song that you guys do?
2: Electric Jellyfish Boogaloo is a song. You got it. Oof, okay, that's it. The the last album that we made uh, was called Ponderosa Bunchgrass and the Golden Rule.
1: Yeah, okay.
2: And and those are two songs. We have a song called Ponderosa Bunchgrass, and we have a song called The Golden Rule. Yeah. And, uh, you know, is there a story? Is there a theme? I'm not sure. I think so, though. (laughs) I think so. I think it means something.
1: Okay. Ezra Sipes. Utonutes, Oot thank you very much for taking the time. We are going to let you go and then we are going to play another song from that most recent album, PJ's All Day. Thank you, Ezra.
2: Thank you. Thank okay. you, Prince George. Thank you.
1: will be at the oh, the Ootnoots, Oat PJs all day. They will be at the Playhouse at 1 o'clock Sunday afternoon for one of the Cold Snap Festival shows. If you like all the information on Cold Snap, coldsnapfestival.com. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more after 9.
4: Hi, this is The Wolfman. Few entertainment genres have captured our imagination and been as successful as the good old-fashioned musical. From their vaudevillian roots to today's blockbusters, musicals have provided generations with a stream of memorable productions, show-stopping performances, and larger-than-life personalities. Join me for a unique adventure as we trip the light fantastic across more than a century of musical theater, from Broadway to the West End and all points in between. On with the show, Sunday afternoons at 2, only on Boomer Radio 93. Are you a leader who wants to take their leadership to the next level? Do you have an emerging leader on your team who needs support? At Pivot Leader, our Leaders in Business program combines leadership training with one-on-one coaching to help leaders just like you. You'll learn how to deal with people better, handle conflict, hire and keep staff, delegate more effectively, read financial statements, and learn coaching skills to move your team along. There's a less stressful way to improve your outcomes. We can show you how. If you'd like to be a better leader, reach out to us today at pivotleader.com. Pivot Leader will help you grow, train, and sell your business.
5: If
0: you've resolved to eat healthier this year, Deb's Cafe and Specialty Bakery is ready to support your efforts. When you come in for lunch or for specialty baked
4: treats
5: during January, just tell us. My New Year's resolution is to eat healthier, and we'll give you 10% off per individual order. Our lunch specials are hearty and satisfying, and the coffee has been selected through extensive customer tasting. Tests. Deb's Cafe and Specialty Bakery, next to PharmaSafe at 7th and Quebec.
1: Forecast from Environment Canada. Mainly cloudy today, a 30% chance of flurries this morning, then periods of snow mixed with rain. Wind from the south at 20 gusting into 40, a high of 3 with a morning wind chill to minus 9. Cloudy tonight with a 30% chance of flurries, more gusting south winds and a low of 0. For Wednesday, mainly cloudy and a high of 6.
0: Featuring the people who make things happen and Prince George, you're listening to After 9
1: on 93.1 CFIS-FM. And one of our reasonably regular features, and this time around from Books and Company, it's Kaylee Vandermeer joining me. Good morning, Kaylee. Good
5: morning, Alan. How you doing?
1: Well, we have to start off with some bad news, don't we?
5: Yeah.
1: The bargain book sale. <laughs> Is no more.
5: It is. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I feel like you're one of the people that's going to feel it the most. <laughs> I
1: am. I am. It's it's hard to talk about, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you still got you still got 57 million bargain books out there.
5: Yeah, yeah. We got a lot of those uh, those bargain. Um, yeah a little mass market pocketbook, and Owen wanted me to inform you that we have four skids of uh, bargain books on the way. Holy cow. He also (laughs) took the moment to let me know that there's four skids of bargain books on the way, so we have that to look forward to in the next couple weeks. Oh,
1: lovely. Now, have you finished, like, because that big...
5: The big shipment that we got? Yeah.
1: Have you finished putting that all out now? Yeah, or okay that is
5: all out on the floor. It took us a couple months. Yes. That all out on the floor.
1: It took you a couple months, and I think you also put out a couple new tables.
5: Yeah. We had to make a lot of room.
1: Jeez. Okay. But now, now, I guess the one nice thing about it is I don't have to say, okay, it's last Friday of the month. I have to go in today because this is the bargain books. Yeah, I can come in wherever I want and pick up bargain books.
5: Yeah, you can take it a little bit more leisurely
1: now. Yes. Not that I probably will, but. <laughs> I'm so good you. And also, knowing Classic. now that you've reached the end of that big shipment makes it a little bit easier on me as well because it means when I go through all of the tables, mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about that when I come back in a few days later, everything's going to be shifted around because you've put out 14,000 more books.
2: Mm hmm.
1: Yep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so but now course, now we've gotten through the bad news let's go on to some good stuff mm-hmm. february you've got a day coming up and a month what do you want to talk about first
5: let's do uh let's talk about valentine's day okay. and um some self-love and relationship books yeah and then i've got a stack of books for black history month as well
1: perfect and we can get to those when we go into the second segment but mm-hmm. valentine's day mm-hmm. what do you got
5: so I pulled my initial like hunch or what I wanted to talk about. Um, I have a book that I'm counting down the days to where I can read it because I haven't had a lot of time lately, but um, is called Fair Play by Eve Rodsky. Um, it's been one of those things that seems to like, there's a storm of folks that'll go through it and order it and then it quiets down a little bit and then there's a storm of folks. I don't know if it's <laughs> a seasonal thing. I couldn't tell you. I haven't seen a pattern yet. But um, it's a, uh, uh, the author kind of proposes a system for managing domestic partnerships and taking care of the home and taking care of the relationship. yeah. uh, And all the things that come along with having a family uh, and all that kind of stuff. But it just, like, the way that she breaks it down, and I have, uh, it's one of the ones where I bought myself a copy and then somehow I ended up with another copy in my (laughs) library I don't know if it came in on bargain and I was like I forgot that I had it and I was like oh I had this
1: and then I also bought
5: myself the cards to go along with (laughs) it but I haven't read any of it yet (laughs) but uh, I like the voice that the author speaks with I like the way that she writes Mm. uh, and the vocabulary uh, that she speaks with and uh, yeah, it basically there's like a couple rules very few And then it breaks it down into, like, a couple, uh, I think she says, like, 100 um, tasks throughout the home. And then some conversation starters. And, like, there's another book called Eight Dates that talks about uh, you have, like, eight dates in the beginning or at some point in a serious relationship. And those are the things that you talk about to make sure that you guys are compatible on all the major fronts. Okay. Um, And this one has a series of conversation starters that kind of points towards similar things. I haven't compared them to the Eight Dates mm. book yet, but um, but it's just to, you know, get you talking again with your partner and uh, hopefully finding any gaps in communication and fixing them up. Yes. Well, yeah. that,
1: that book sounds like the conversation stars would be more beyond the Eight Dates because you're already in the relationship.
5: It's true, yes, yeah. but... There are definitely communication oh, gaps, let's yes. say, that uh, that happen in a lot of domestic partnerships, and if you haven't yeah. had a chance to do those eight dates conversations, mm-hmm. um, then I know there's a lot of people that get into relationships, and <laughs> a lot of that stuff doesn't come out until it's <laughs> yeah. a problem. So, yeah.
1: What do you mean you don't like that dressing on your salad? <laughs> <laughs> Serious stuff. Yes. That's the Serious. only dressing we have in the house. That's the only dressing I will eat. Okay, we're done. <laughs> okay, we should have talked about this earlier. <laughs> okay, salad yeah, dressing. Salad
5: right. dressing is number one of the eight dates. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> salad well, dressing conversation.
1: Yeah. Hey, what can I say? Those are the important things.
5: It's true. Yes. It's true.
1: If you can't get through the little things, how are you going to mm-hmm. deal with the big things?
5: Yeah, second date is, you know, toilet paper over or under. Yeah, oh, big one. That,
1: that, that, I've heard that kills more relationships than <laughs> anything else. And then in this part of the country, of course, the other one that comes up near the end when you're starting to think, okay, this might be working, are you a Canucks fan? Mm, yeah. Yep. That, can be, that can be a bad one. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's rough. Okay. So, yeah. So, fair play. <laughs> yeah. Anyways.
5: <laughs> so what it else would are we? Be, that's what we should do. We should just have one conversation that's laying out the eight very important conversations. <laughs> yes. that you need that. At the beginning of a relationship,
1: I'm sorry. I think I, I think we got a little bit off topic there.
5: Just a little bit, but it yeah. could be an entertaining conversation. That one would be uh oh. Let me just make out the rules. Yeah. CFIS in eight eight yeah. days. Yeah.
1: So very quickly, what else have you got for Valentine's Day?
5: So the other one I grabbed was a little bit more on the self love thing because mm. I definitely have been at the point where I'm just sick of hearing about couple stuff on Valentine's Day. <laughs> and I can definitely still roll my eyes sometimes when you see some of the uh, the stuff that comes out for Valentine's Day in terms of, uh, you know, like little things that you can buy each other and all Yes, that silly things. Um, but there's another book that I adore. I think I've talked about it with you before, but it's called Single Pringle.
1: I think so, yeah.
5: Yeah, and um, this is one that I read. Maybe like a third of my little sister adores it. Mm-hmm. Um, she devoured it uh, when she got it. And um, it's basically getting into enjoying your single life and kind of investing time and energy in yourself, figuring out who you are and like establishing more on that and the foundation of who you are so that you can build boundaries off of it, but also so that you can, you know, build your life around who you Mm -hmm. are and enjoying that.
1: Okay. Sounds good. Okay. Kaylee, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, we're going to talk about books for an entire month after nine
3: engage sport north offers sport for all in prince george check out all their multi-sport programs there's something for everyone physical literacy recreation high performance coach development and so much more get in touch and see how they can support sport for you More information on Engage Sport North and program details are available through their website, EngageSportNorth.com. Engage Sport North, offering programs based on the long-term athlete development model across all of northern B.C. Escape to outer space and have fun Friday at the downtown branch of the Public Library. It's
1: Nerf night in space for ages 8 to 12, as you'll be dodging aliens and having fun for a couple of hours. You can register in person at the Downtown Library or call 250-563-9251, extension 108, to get in on Nerf Night in Space. It's a free event running from 6.15 to 8.15 on Friday at the Public Library. To infinity and beyond.
4: Hope for Women Pregnancy Services is looking for volunteers for their Beyond the Bump postpartum program. It takes a village to raise a child, and Hope for Women want to make sure that every woman has a village. Beyond the Bump provides support to moms through cooking, cleaning, and community. They hire professional cooking and cleaning services. You provide the community. If you're interested or know someone perfect for the role, contact Hope for Women by emailing
3: chelsea at hopeforwomen.ca. The CNC Research Forest Society has resumed its annual search for environmentally focused projects to support through its legacy fund. The successful applicants will receive up to $50,000 to continue their work sustaining and revitalizing local natural resources. Visit the Research Forest Society Legacy Fund link on the Research Forest page available through the Research link under Services at cnc.bc.ca for more information and full application details. The deadline for submissions is February 10th.
0: Thank you for tuning in
1: and staying tuned to After 9 on 93.1 CFIS-FM. So back with Kaylee Vandermeer from Books and Company, and now, Kaylee, we're going to turn our attention to something that takes place the whole month of February, Black History Month.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: So what have you got? I'm guessing, like, are you guys going to have a display up for Black History Month, or is this just going to be basically some books that you think people should look for when they come in?
5: Uh, well, I mean, we have a lot of stuff that's kind of scattered all around the store yeah. for folks that are looking for it. We haven't had the display like <laughs> hardware up in a little while, oh, yeah. but I think this is a good opportunity to bring it back up, so I'm hoping we can clear off enough space to make a display for it, because we have plenty in store, and uh, and we've got some more on the way in for <laughs> February so I'm hoping we can clear off a spot and have a display up by the front. Okay. Yeah.
1: So what are some of the books you're looking at for the display for Black History Month?
5: Uh, So the first one that I am going to have on it, although it's been featured a few times throughout the store, is The Sleeping Car Porter, Mm. um, which is the Giller Prize winner Mm -hmm. uh, for 2022 by Suzette Mayer, and the uh, main character is a, a black man... I believe he's queer, and the story is just beautiful. Mm-hmm. So um, we're going to have that one on display as a, um, a fiction option. I think I'm going to try to throw a couple other fiction titles and make sure that they're all by black authors. Yeah. Um, and so I pulled that one because, you know, Giller Prize winner mm-hmm. uh, sits in there. I grabbed a couple off the shelves this morning. We have lots of kids' books, which I adore. Um, and I found a new one the other week. Uh, that is called, my. I think it's called My Fate is Fresh. It's all sold out right now. Yeah, My Fate <laughs> is Fresh. It's the cutest thing ever. It's a little girl going into a barbershop, and it's more on the side of like um, staying true and speaking up for what you want as opposed to necessarily directly relating to um, you know black hair and that yeah. kind of stuff. But the artwork is so freaking cute, <laughs> and it goes through all these different hairstyles that she can get. And there's been a lot of, especially children's books, centered around... Um, black hair, because there's just so many types and there's a lot of struggle there. And I'm not going to speak too much on it because I'm a white kid. Yes. Um, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> enough to speak, uh, intelligently about it. But the artwork in these books are so, <laughs> is so beautiful. And the, like, the warmth and love that it's written about is, is gorgeous. So, yeah, there's My Fate is Fresh, there's Hair Love, and then there's another one called Stella's, um, Stellar Hair. And it's the most colorful thing that I've seen in so long. It's beautiful. Anyway, so lots of kids' books. Yeah. Um, I pulled one of the ones that I actually watch a lot on YouTube and on TikTok um, called Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man by Emmanuel Aiko. Mm -hmm. And this man is the most patient and, like, I, I I listen to these things and I'm like, man, I don't think I could do what he can do, because he pulls people in and invites them to be frank and and I mean to the people that are going and sitting down too, kudos with how honest they are and how um, kind of like level playing field everyone approaches it from in terms of you know it's hard sometimes to not get emotional as a person who like struggles with racism. Mm-hmm. Not to mention the black man that's sitting among them, inviting them to tell, to talk about Oof. this stuff, and like countering and like asking thought-provoking questions and challenging views. Um, his TikTok and video uh, and YouTube, sorry, videos are amazing, and he put out a book, and uh, it's called exactly what his video series is called: Unconversa- Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man. He's done it with cops. He's done it with sports teams. It's amazing.
1: Yeah. So is the book almost like a compilation of some of the stuff that he's done for YouTube and stuff like that?
5: Yeah, well, it's not so much a compilation. It's more where he's coming from when he sits Mm. down to have these conversations. So he um, talks about his own experiences, and then he pulls in lessons from history and pulls in some cultural aspects of it and Other Black Voices, and it creates a guide to the kind of conversations that he has. Okay. Which is really, really interesting. So um, I think that it's one of the ones that should be right up there with the other books uh, that anyone that should read That's you know considers themselves an anti-racist, mm-hmm. this is one of the ones that should be on that list.
1: Okay. Okay. Uh, anything else you got there, or...?
5: I pulled two that talk specifically about um, racism in Canada mm. with the police force. Yeah. We have Policing Black Lives by Robin Maynard and Black Cop by Calvin Lawrence. Mm. Um, Policing Black Lives specifically talks about violence in Canada um, connecting, or sorry, from the days of slavery to now. Oh. Um, so it comes at it from more of a... Not theory, but an academic, perhaps, right. and like a historical aspect. And then Black Cop is written by a gen- uh, by a black gentleman who was on the police force and his experiences there and the um, e- experiences with racism that ultimately ended his career. Um, so I we have both of those in and um, Police and Specifically, is another one that I'm I'm Mm. hoping to have some time to sit down Mm -hmm. and go through because I do do think that that's one that I want to learn a little bit more about.
1: So, how tough is you is it, Kaylee, for you sometimes to see these books go by and not want to just grab them and set them aside right off the bat?
5: Oh, it's hard. (laughs) I also know that like I'll see them and I have this big long list of things I want to want to read, um, and then I'll sit down and be like, oh, I can you know. And, and in discomfort and read this thing or yeah. I can read this nice like light fantasy thing and it's, there's a lot on the uh, to be read list mm-hmm. and so forcing myself and like understanding that discomfort is something that needs to be sat in sometimes yeah. uh, is one of those choices that you have to make, I think, fairly regularly as mm-hmm. someone who wants to be better, so.
1: Yeah. do you um, When you're doing that, do you find a lot of times it just depends totally on your mood. Like, you might fully intend to read, say, the light fantasy that evening when you get home. Then you get home and for whatever reason you're thinking, no, I'm going to go for this book tonight.
5: Yeah, and I definitely think that I... I I definitely (laughs) look at the heavy stuff and look at the light stuff and and lean towards the light stuff more than I should. Um, But a lot of the um, other media that I take in... Um, will bring up conversations about race and about racism mm. and about systemic racism uh, and white privilege and all these different things that prompt me to, like, go and pick up these books later and and to start flipping through them and start actually uh, taking them in. So it's nice to have the reminders of, like, oh, remember these things that you were yes. going to do, mm. uh, that you want to do. So um, it's nice to have them available and to... Um, be able to go and sit down and and read these things uh, when when it strikes. And it's, like I said, something that I should probably do a little bit more. Yeah. Um, And then the last one that I picked up, again, that we might have talked about it before, was The Nice Racism by Robin DiAngelo. Oh, okay. The same author that wrote White Fragility. Right. Um, And this one is of particular interest to me because... The, the subtitle is "How Progressive White People Perpetuate Racial Harm," okay, which is a subject that is <laughs> really interesting to me um, because I see instances where, like, you rise up to like to fight somebody else's battle or something like that, where it's it. it it doesn't no. help as no. in the way that you thought that it's going to. And I think that there's just as much prejudice in, you know, folks that are trying to learn and, and trying to um, be an anti-racist and, and, you know, reject some of those biases and those, like, intri- intrinsic yeah. things that we've learned since, you know, growing up. Um, there's just, We have just as much prejudice as, you know... No. The next person, per se, it's just, you know, being conscious of it and acting, and rather acting against it as opposed to those base instincts.
1: Okay. Kelly, we got to cut it off right there. Ah. You're probably happy to hear that as well. Um, Again, Books and Company, where are you guys at? What's the website?
5: So our website is www.booksandcompany.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, what? Oh no, I said it wrong. www.booksandcompany.ca. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then our address is 1685 3rd Avenue.
1: Great. Kaylee Vandermeer, Books and Company, as always, thank you very much.
5: Thank you. Have a great day.
1: You too. Take another quick break and we'll be back with more after 9.
3: Engage Sport North is happy to announce the establishment of a new diving club in Prince George. The Prince George Pikes will offer introductory and competitive diving opportunities. Led by a Diving Canada certified coach and fronted by Engage Sport North, those interested in taking up competitive diving are encouraged to try the sport from January 25th to March 8th. Participants must be able to swim in deep water. No other experience is necessary. Registration and more details are available on the program's page at engagesportnorth.com.
1: Exploring our culinary scene just got sweeter. Tourism Prince George has partnered with various restaurants and cafes for the first annual Bevies and Bites. This new initiative encourages people to visit participating establishment who have paired a food and drink together at an appetizing price point. Bevies and Bites is available through February 6th. A list of participating eateries is available through the Basecamp page at TourismPG.com. Businesses wishing to be added can email
3: social at TourismPG.com. Cold Snap is back with all live concerts kicking off with a Celtic party this Friday and wrapping up with a special 20th birthday bash on February 4th. There's more than a week of great artists from across Canada scheduled for every musical taste. Don't miss the popular Cold Snap for Kids this Sunday and the local talent showcases next Tuesday and Wednesday at the Legion. The Cold Snap Music Festival. Full details on the concerts, tickets and free workshops are available at coldsnapfestival.com. Forecast from Environment Canada.
1: Mainly climate. Cloudy today, a thirty percent chance of flurries this morning, then periods of snow mixed with rain. Wind from the south at twenty, gusting to forty. A high of three of the morning, wind chill to minus nine. Cloudy tonight with a thirty percent chance of flurries. More gusting south winds at a low of zero for Wednesday. Mainly cloudy and a high of six.
0: This is after nine on Prince George's Community Station, ninety-three point one CFIS FM.
1: And in studio now with Colin Carson, the CEO of Tourism PG. Good morning, Colin. Good morning. How are you doing? Well, good, good. Yourself, excellent. You guys are busy. We're trying to be busy. Yeah. <laughs> now, yes. One thing. The first thing I want to talk about is local legend. Interesting concept. A, how did you come up with it? And B, who does it deal with? Like what's a local legend?
6: Yeah, absolutely. So um I, I don't think we can really take the credit uh too much, I think, here. Uh Six Sigma local mm. uh video production company did a lot of work um in developing this idea as well. And and they're the ones who did film this and mm-hmm. create this whole uh this video as well as the other two that will be released at a mm-hmm. future date. So um really a lot a lot of credit goes to them, but uh uh really the idea behind local legends is still encouraging people to visit Prince George but rather than just talking about the things to do and and uh, and things like that we're really diving into a little bit more about talking about the people of Prince George. Um so so using that lens to encourage travel and and really uh, Knowing that people want to to hear about these stories of of people when they are visiting these places, and and it allows visitors to connect a little bit more with those destinations that they're visiting. So just to clear things up, local
1: legends—we're talking about people. We're not talking about legends like "there's a ghost in this and this hotel."
6: Yeah, absolutely. We? We're we're talking about those those people that make Prince George special, and mm. and uh, and really the the things that they love about the community. So um, yeah, highlighting highlighting some unique spots in this this first one. Obviously, talking about the Heart Ski Hill. Yeah yeah so now then six
1: Sigma did they basically track down the people and do everything and do the stuff
6: yeah absolutely uh, you know really fortunate to have a partner like them uh-huh. to work on a project like this so they're uh, they do an excellent job of yeah. uh, of making sure that uh, everything is is all lined up and, yeah. and taking care of all the logistics like that and you've worked with them in the past haven't you absolutely yeah even just this fall I believe we even chatted about the the sports yes. video that yes. we yes. that we launched in the fall so that was also done by six Sigma locally mm-hmm. here and uh, yeah they do excellent Excellent work, and that's a, it's a great partnership that we love, uh, love to continue to, to work on.
1: Yeah, and it must be kind of nice for you knowing you've got them locally, and it's just a question of, okay, are they too busy to handle this one for us? If they aren't, we'll give it to them because they know us, we know them.
6: Absolutely. They, they do an excellent job and, and, uh, you know, they're, they're one of the folks locally, but there are some other talented videographers mm. and photographers locally that we, we love working with. And, uh, you know, Six Sigma is just one of them. So, yeah. um, really, really an awesome community we have here of those creative minded folks and, um, you know, love supporting all of them we can and, and they do great work for us. So it's, uh, it's an easy way for us to continue to support them.
1: Yeah. So this was something then local legends or something. Six Sigma came up with the idea and came to you guys and said, does this sound like something that would make for, good videos for you guys
6: yeah i think that uh maybe that's not exactly how it went down but i think that uh often when we're meeting with with uh the six sigma team it's a lot of brainstorming and talking Mm -hmm. about ideas that could work so uh this one might have looked something like that i believe there was a brainstorming (laughs) session between us and them that uh sparked this so i'm not sure whose idea it was to start with but uh, yeah so this was something then where the idea came up
1: but they didn't have like the first video all ready to go to show you or anything. It was like they came up, you guys came up with the idea and then they said, okay, we're going to go out and find somebody and we'll do the first one and make sure that's what you guys want.
6: Yeah, absolutely. I think that that's, uh, that's, that's for sure. And we've actually, the, all three were done, um, a variety of different times. So two, two of them were actually filmed last winter, hmm. um, and, and being hmm. released this year. And then the other one was filmed, uh, this past spring slash summer. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, this has been in the work for a little while, but just uh, you know, really kind of speaks volume to the professional work that they do. But it, it does take a long time to to film and then edit and then color yes. and all all sorts of things like that. So it is sound- quite the
1: process. And putting
6: soundtracks and stuff like that. As Absolutely, well. yeah.
1: And then run it past the incredibly picky people at Tourism PG.
6: Absolutely, exactly. Uh, I, I think that uh, yeah, we we always want to showcase the community in the best mm-hmm. light possible, and um, you know, fortunately these these videos do an excellent job of that. So not not too <laughs> tough of a task for us this time around <laughs> so without laying the cat out of the bag you were saying this first one's about the Hart Ski Hill
1: can you tell us what the other two are about that are going to be released Well, no?
6: I, maybe I won't say exactly what they're about okay. but uh, I will say that the next one being released will be released in the middle of February um, and it will be another winter themed video mm-hmm. so highlighting another local legend and also highlighting another you know unique and, and special place in Prince George so it'll be a very similar feel to, to this one but um, but uh, yeah, once again, we'll we'll let the cat out of the bag. But it, another winter themed video. So now, where can people watch the local legends? Yeah, absolutely. If you go to the Tourism PG YouTube channel, so that's okay. Tourism. Tu- search Tourism Prince George on YouTube. You can right. find it there. It's also still on our social media channels, so Instagram, Facebook, places yep. like that. Okay,
1: we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about an event that's already started and is still going for a while after nine.
3: Your Prince George Symphony Orchestra's next presentation is a chamber social, 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon at the Hart Community Centre. The Grammy Award-winning Different Trains for String Quartet will be performed to mark International Holocaust Remembrance Day, followed by a panel discussion hosted by members of the local Jewish community. Tickets are available at pgso.com. Different Trains for String Quartet in recognition of International Holocaust Remembrance Day, 2 o'clock Sunday afternoon at the Hart Community Centre. Cold Snap's free to attend daytime series of workshops and ice jams are back for 2023. The series kicks off Saturday with two jams and a workshop and continues with an event each day through February 4th. Musicians can also take in Sound Check, a freelancer symposium by the Vancouver Musicians Association this Saturday and Sunday. Check out the full schedule at ColdSnapFestival.com. That's a full week of free workshops and ice jams starting Saturday during this year's Cold Snap Music Festival. Minds in Motion is a weekly program provided online for people experiencing early symptoms of dementia and their care partners. Each session has a 30-minute fitness video followed by 45 minutes of social time. Sessions are offered Tuesday and Wednesday from 10 to 11.30 and Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 1 to 2.30. For more information or to register, call the First Link Dementia Helpline at 1-800-936-6033. Or email info.helpline at It's
1: another Reading Between the Wines collaboration between the Public Library and Theatre Northwest on Thursday. Wine samples are paired for books and media from the library, all in relation to TNW's next production, The Shoplifters. It's a 19 plus event with free limited pre-registration. Register for Reading Between the Wines at 250-563-9251, extension 140. Reading Between the Wines, Thursday from 7 to 9. Brought to you by Theatre Northwest and the Public Library.
0: You're listening to After Nine on Prince George's Community Station, 93.1
1: CFIS FM. So, Colin. Another event that you guys have got going right now, but is continuing for a while yet, and this is brand new, isn't it? Bevies and Bites.
6: Yeah, yeah. What is this all about? Yeah, so Bevies and Bites is a is a program that we launched uh, on January sixteenth this year. Um, just kind of kind of coming back to uh, what we talked a lot about last year is is mm. the culinary scene in Prince George and really wanting to showcase that to to visitors, but also to locals. So so this was a, an outreach done to to a bunch of different restaurants and and different establishments that ser- serve food and beverages mm-hmm. in Prince George and giving them the opportunity to pair together two things so uh, a bite and a bevy okay. um, to then promote to, to individuals so um, yeah really excited we've got 20 businesses on board right now wow. um, and this, this will run until February 6th so if somebody wants to visit all twenty, they gotta get started pretty quick. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> the nice thing about this, this program though is it's not just uh you know it's a variety of things. So it's some coffee shops, some mm-hmm. cafes, so the the bevy could be a coffee, um okay. it could be a latte, it could be something like that. It also there are some restaurants where it's it's the kind of catering to the evening crowd. So mm-hmm. it is an alcoholic beverage along with an appetizer or something like that. So um a wide variety of things. So you can go out for breakfast and for dinner um and, and both. <laughs> okay, so you can get two in the one day, <laughs> Absolutely. so that
1: cuts you down. <laughs> Were you at all surprised by the response from the local establishments?
6: Um, yeah, not, not really. I think, um, they're really supportive of when we're trying to do campaigns like mm-hmm. this. And, and again, this is something that we want to highlight what they're doing and encourage people to, to visit these, uh, these local, uh, restaurants and, and shops. So, um, I think that, uh, not too surprised on the, on the pickup, but, uh, it is great to see to have 20 on board already. Yeah.
1: Now were there any of them who when you approached them said, "Okay, that sounds like a great idea, but give me a couple of days to figure out what we're going to pair."
6: Yeah, absolutely. We've been we've been working on this for, uh, since December and oh. uh, maybe even a little before that. So so definitely uh giving some some time to make sure that they can prepare what they want to offer and and make sure it's something that uh yeah that that highlights their business well as well. Yeah.
1: Now are any of them working around some of the other events because i believe ale fest is this weekend i think
6: yeah absolutely so this is definitely something that we wanted to highlight is we know there's a lot of visitors coming to prince mm-hmm. george right now between kiwanis ale fest which is also talking about that that beverage and food side of yeah. of uh, of events um you know cold snap is also kicking off this yeah. week so those two big things and and obviously this this kicked off last week when we had and the the nordic uh nordic, nordic canada Cup. selection yep. trials and canada and, Cup, the, uh, natural and the natural forum. resource forum Exactly. It's, it's prince george it has been a busy month in prince george and and definitely for us this was an idea where we saw an opportunity to to launch something when we knew we had a bunch of visitors coming to town and and encourage them to try out some different local restaurants and coffee shops so is this something where
1: february the 7th say maybe not exactly february the 7th but right after the event you're going to sit down with the rest of your team and go okay that went well we're going to do it again, maybe not wait another year, maybe do it during the summer or something. What can we change? What needs to be changed? What can we do?
6: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're looking at different varieties and different ways to, to do things like this. I mm-hmm. think um, what kind of inspired this initiative was actually the, the dine around that exists in Vancouver and mm-hmm. Victoria and they, they pair um, all sorts of different courses and stuff. Yep. And we knew that was going to be a big, um, a big under, a uh, big uh undertaking to to organize something like that so this is what kind of our first try at at uh, something along those mm-hmm. lines and and still highlighting some local establishments so we're hopeful that this will go well the the feedback's been really positive so far so mm-hmm. yeah definitely something we want to look at doing again or or maybe changing and and uh but still you know highlighting these local establishments so just pick a couple of random
1: what are a couple of the deals that uh the different establishments are offering.
6: Yeah, absolutely. I think my uh, my favorite one probably because it's just so unique is actually at the Makerie cra- Craft and Coffee Bar. Oh. Um so they've got a cedar latte paired with a fire roasted marshmallow for 7.25. So really <laughs> unique and, and interesting um if if you want to try something downtown i think uh a little bit maybe a little bit more of a of a standard what you'd expect to see from a bevy and bite package like this so treasure cove casino cafe is actually offering a, a caribou genuine draft with a half plate of nachos for 18 dollars. so okay. two kind of varying extremes yeah. there but kind of shows the the wide range of things we offer in the culinary scene in prince george so are a number of the
1: establishments when they're doing the bevies, if they're looking at alcoholic, are they looking for like local?
6: yeah absolutely yeah, absolutely good. so i mentioned the caribou one yeah. there there is some uh one that does have uh so oak Room grill is offering uh trenches uh mm. dry hopped champagne ipa Ooh. um i believe there is uh um, northern lights estate winery at one of the offerings as well um at one of the establishments yeah
1: i wonder what they'd be offering for the bevy <laughs> hmm.
6: <laughs> yeah absolutely so I, I i think that's at nancy o's that is offering northern lights estate okay. wineries as one of their pairings so yeah really exciting and uh you know doesn't just highlight the local establishment from the restaurant perspective no. but also the local breweries and wineries so really kind of doubling up on that
1: so is this something where if and when you do it again you probably haven't had a chance to talk to them yet but is this something where northern lights especially if you're during the summer is this something where northern lights because i know they have a dining facility there would they be possible are they Maybe indicating they might be interested in doing the bevvies and bites themselves.
6: Absolutely. So they're actually on. They're available on this oh, version okay. of bevvies and bites as well. So the bistro at Northern Lights uh, State Winery, um, they're offering their their mojito. Um, along with, uh, prawn and avocado, uh, dish for $25. So wow. they, they are already on board with this one. And I think again, that's just a great establishment that we can, yeah. we can highlight for, for individuals in Prince George.
1: And that seems to be something like winery, craft brew houses and stuff like that. It seems like they are becoming. A little bit more prevalent in Prince George.
6: Yeah, absolutely. I think that uh you know that's something that people crave when they're when they're visiting Mm. a a place, but even locals as well. They want to um you know support local businesses and these these breweries and wineries that are starting up all over the place are are becoming really popular for that. So I know that's definitely something that we're seeing as a big trend in the tourism industry is when people are traveling they want to try these local beers and local wines. So um we're really fortunate in Prince George to have three uh well like four four breweries now. Um, in, in Prince George yeah. that offers some great products and then the winery as well. So, um, you know, it's it, those are some great establishments to highlight when, when visitors are in Prince George. And it's nice to be able to do something like this where for the last couple of years, you couldn't. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, it definitely shifted in, in 2020 and 2021, yeah. talking a lot about patio experiences because yes. people felt more comfortable outside. Um, and, and that's still definitely something that some people are feeling. So when the summer months roll around, you'll probably see us talking a lot about patios again. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, definitely right now, um, people have that craving to to experience some local food and beverages. So this yeah. is uh, just one way we can highlight that. Yeah, so it's about a three-week window then basically
1: right you're saying january 16th to february 16th seems to me that's about three weeks so
6: yeah absolutely wanted to keep it pretty condensed and, yeah. and make sure that the businesses were seeing value in it uh you know don't want to offer this for too long and then have it get a little bit stale or anything yeah. like that so so really uh focused it to that three-week period and and hope for some good results and then uh yeah try it again uh, hopefully at another date as long as uh, we get some good feedback yeah so colin again If people want more
1: information on bevies and Bites, like the full list of who's involved and what they're offering, where do they go?
6: Yeah, so go to TourismPG.com and then click on the Basecamp blog. Um, That'll have all the information there on the participating restaurants and and all the deals. Okay. So if you
1: are going to be doing this again the summer, will you be sort of looking at the calendar of events like you almost did this time? and trying to say, okay, what can we sort of work this around
6: to tie it into? Yeah, absolutely. I think that that makes a lot of sense, and then that's a good way for us to to make sure we have that captive audience mm-hmm. in Prince George. So, um, you know, we haven't talked about this at all, but when I think about the month of August, we've got Caribou Rocks North and the mm-hmm. BCNE that mm-hmm. always take place in August. Yep. So, you know, just those two events are really great uh, drivers for tourism, and, and people come from all over to come to those two events. So, um, you know, not making any promises, but if we were looking at something <laughs> like this in August, around those two weeks makes a ton of sense. Perfect. Colin Carson, CEO of Tourism PG, thank you very much for coming in. Thanks much, Alan.
1: Okay, that'll do it for today's show. Kylie Lewis-Holt in tomorrow, After 9.
0: After 9 is a weekday presentation of CFISFM. After 9 is produced by Alan Wishart, Eric Allen, Kylie Lewis-Holt, Trudy Clausen, and Rez Krebs. Executive producer is Reg Fair, with technical assistance from Stephen Smith. Theme music is by The Ebs. For a rebroadcast of today's program, check out the podcast link at cfisfm.ca. To provide feedback or suggestions for the show, please email cfisfm at yahoo.ca. This is 93.1 CFISFM Prince George. Proudly supported by community groups like the BC Association of Community Response Networks. Stopping adult abuse and neglect. Together.